right, sir! They're attacking from the right! Cover that flank! Cover that flank now, soldier! Private Johnson! Suppressing fire down that hallway now! Alvarez! Now pay attention, goddammit! And cover those windows on the left! Which way is left again? Podcast Yggdrasil. And we're back. We are. Yeah. So, that was the sound of, you know, could be the theater of war, could be your average school day in America. I mean, more likely to be your average school in America. Mm. True. So, today's subject, Matthew, it's heavy stuff. I mean... Heavy, but not new. Just like our episodes with heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know we're famous here on the, on the Yggdrasil podcast for light-hearted subjects, but we're going dark this time. There will be puppies one day. <laughs> one day. I, I mean, I made a promise. One episode during... One time during this year, we will only talk about good stuff. Nice things, Matthew. That day is not today. When's the Kotor remake coming? Is it this year? I thought you said nice things. It will be nice. Don't you dare ruin this for me. Oh, I won't be the one ruining it. Yeah. Let's talk about something that in itself is already ruined. School shootings. We just had a new one in Texas. Probably have a new one right now. Yeah. These things are not rare at all. They are a common occurrence. Like several times a week common. What was it I found earlier? I think it was... I don't have a source for this, but I think 30... Yeah, I think since January there have been 30... Five, I think you said? Yeah, 30 or 35. No, I I think it was the 30th example of a school shooting this week since January this year. Yeah, in a like... So that's like more than once a week there is a school shooting in the USA. And we have had like how many school shootings in the last 10 years... Have you had any? I mean, I mean, do you mean here in Norway or yeah, or Europe oh, in general? Yeah, I mean, you can just compare America to any other part of the world, be it one country or all of them, and they still have many times more school shootings. It's a very exceptionally American American phenomenon. exceptionalism. Yeah. And uh, for once, this is one area where they are very clearly in the lead, sadly. So, okay, to quick recap, for those who aren't aware, uh, earlier this week or last week, some demented fuck uh, went into a preschool, what's it called in English? A K-12 school? Well, elementary school. Yeah, elementary. Yeah, elementary school. And murdered 19 children and two adult adults, in addition to his grandmother. And, yeah, how do you feel about it? I mean, the weird thing about it is, like, you know, I remember, like, when it happened and you, you got to see all the, the articles popping up on the news side and, oh, you know, this is so bad. And I'm like, this is just another Tuesday. And, you know, that's what it feels like, you know, when it shows up. You know, it's kind of like when police shoots an unarmed man in America. It's it's not something you're, like, surprised happening anymore. It's It feels like, you know, almost like a tradition, and it's such a crazy thing because there's nothing that compares to it here. Yeah, we don't have 
a European or a Norwegian equivalent of a school shooting. I mean, the closest we've gotten was the terrorist attack here in Norway in 2011. And that didn't involve a school. I mean, it involved children. Yes, but no one went into a school with a gun or a weapon at all. And aside from that, uh, I mean, there was a bomb threat at our school <laughs> when yeah, we were younger. That happened once. Yeah, but that was a... F I mean, it was fake. Just some moron making a huge mistake, messing up his future. So we don't have anything... I mean, I guess the only thing you can compare to this kind of thing in Europe would be, you know, the terrorist attacks we've seen. Yeah. Like the ones in France and London. And, you know, they have that in America as well. Yeah, it's just... It's still so different because a terrorist attack, while it's still just as vile and just as disgusting, it's, I mean, it's motivated by politics. I mean, there's a political purpose behind a lot of this terrorism we see in, in, in Europe. While the motivation behind many of these school shootings is simply, you know, what was it we said earlier? Pain and revenge, you know, yeah. pain, and, pain and anger and hate. So it's coming from a completely different place. And, you know, if you compare and it to... And young, the people who do this. If you compare it to a terror attack, like, even if you die doing terror, at least you're doing it in the belief that your actions will change the world and make it better for the future. I mean, yeah. better there is relative in terms of, you know, what you're fighting for, but, you know... They have a purpose. Your actions yeah, have a purpose. When you go into a school, that's more like, you know... A very loud and terrible way to end the, everything. I mean, it's you rage-quitting life. Yeah. Just in a really horrible way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to talk about. Because it's such a foreign thing to me. Like... Ooh. I mean, <coughs> I guess this may, might be a way to frame it differently. Is this, like, the first school shooting you're noticing after you became a father? No, I noticed... Um, maybe it's the first school shoot shooting. I think maybe, yeah. At least this is the first school shooting that put a real mark on me. Because, I mean, it's always horrible to hear about this. But this time, this time there were, first of all, there were a lot of victims. Like, he killed, he killed 21 people, 22 if you count his grandmother. And so there were a lot of victims, and the victims were young. Like, there were tiny, tiny children. Really, really small children. This wasn't just some teenager going on, you know, a revenge quest against his fellow students who had bothered him or something, or, you know, done stuff to him. This was just some piece of shit taking, taking his revenge on the most vulnerable members of our society. Millionaires? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just hard to wrap your head around. Because, like, can you, can you imagine... I, I don't know how many school shootings there are total in America in a year. But let's say there's one every week. I mean, the stats we yeah, talked about... That it, seems like a conservative yeah, number. But let's go conservative and say that there are about 50 school shootings every year. And that's a very conservative estimate. The, the real number is higher. Let's go for 50. And can you imagine just... I, I don't know how that, you know, comes out statistically, you know, 
uh, when I say one in every 20 kids is a blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know if one in every... Twi I, I don't know if there's a school shooter in every class. <laughs> I, I mean, I doubt it, but it's America. But still, just imagine going to school and having to think the thought, hmm, I wonder if any of my classmates are planning on murdering anyone today. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about this, not necessarily that, but like, you know, you know, like everything else in the world, in Norwegian schools, we have fire drills. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't really remember if we had fire drills when we went to school together, but I remember, you know, growing up, times. and then, you know, at some point there would be, you know, fire drills, and we would have to, you know, do all the things. And I'm sure they have fire drills in America, but I just realized that, like, you're probably way, way more likely to experience a school shooting than an actual fire in yeah, the school. I mean you are statistically more likely to experience the one over the other. Yeah, I think a fire is rare compared to school shootings. And again, just how does a country get to this point? Because this is a uniquely American phenomenon. Like, even in the most gang-ridden, riddled, shitty-ass, terrible infrastructure bonkers country, you still don't get kids killing their classmates to this extent. You can go to Mexico, to hardcore cartel country, and they'll still go, Orale, chill. It, it, it's, it's messed up. I mean, I almost feels like, you know, it's the, you know, it's that scene from The Matrix when, mm. you know, Keanu Reeves says, you know, like, yeah, I need guns, guns. lots of guns. And I mean, it's it's guns, but it's also like a lot of very maybe not completely unique American problems, but you know you have what's essentially a poor country, at least when you think about the places where these things happened. You know, it's not these don't happen in like the Richmond schools. Yeah, they're not frat frat boys doing this. And um, you compare that with like you know a very mentality on, you know, masculinity, being tough, being, you know, a warrior or, you know, whatever. And, you know, the entire team, you know, because one thing is the guns, but I would argue it's probably more the gun culture mm. where, like, you, you get this thing that is supposed to compensate for your really small penis and lack of confidence. Do you not have a truck? Get an AR-15. Um, and I mean, if you look at, you know, some of the gun commercials, they're very much like appealing it, to that crowd. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're going hard for that crowd. As you say, they, they cater to that crowd. Like there's, uh, there's one commercial, which is like, you know, if your boyfriend doesn't know this part of the gun, then you should break up with him or whatever. You don't have a boyfriend. You got a girlfriend. Uh, I mean, they have a very toxic... I mean, American culture in general oh, is yeah. pretty damn toxic, I'd say. They, I mean, they've been suffering under hard propaganda for several decades, for several generations of people. And they're under constant financial and, you know, health pressure. I mean, pressure health-wise uh, from their employers. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pressure pot of terribleness. Yeah, and I think, like, so, if you live in a family where, like, both your parents are both constantly stressed, 
because they have to deal with you know a lot of work balance shit a lot of can we afford healthcare kind of like even if it's never explicitly told to the kids they will feel it mm. yeah they notice that stuff we adults are pretty good at uh, deluding ourselves into thinking that the kids you know they'll get by and you know it's in, it's, it's in a stuff. society where like the the th- the mantra that's spoken over and over again is you know basically like every problem can be solved with a gun to stop a bad guy with a gun you need a good guy with a gun i mean it's it's literally used when these things happen mm. and you know it's it's not hard to then start realizing why they draw these conclusions and you know start entering i mean it's still a weird kind of thing because like we said earlier it's not about you know, making a statement or trying to change anything. It's more about, you know, going down in flames. But mm. And you add that on top of the the whole media cycle and fear with, you know, you notice when these things happen and they're talked about. and You, you get know. your name in the paper, your picture in the paper. Yeah. Like right now, they're showing his Michael Jackson looking face all over media. Shout, just... Printing his name in caps, in caps, all caps, and that's a huge mistake. So you know you, you get your. They're basically drilling their next for school shooter. Oh yeah, it's uh, that's probably why there's another one going on right now. Hmm. Um, so what's special about this school shooting? Because, I mean, we always hear about school shootings, you know, to with the various degrees of severity to them i mean they're always serious but you know when it comes to death tolls and stuff this one we noticed this one uh but i guess the other thing that makes this extra extra tragic you know in addition to how tragic it already is is the fact that the victims were so young i mean it's an elementary school yeah The, the kids killed were like Six, seven, eight, like between six and ten, I think. And as far as I understand, he had no relation to the school. No, I don't think so. Which, uh, I mean, mostly when these things happen, I get the feeling that like they go to their current school. Yeah, because these things are usually expressions of hate and uh, frustration. And, uh, you know, it's often a person who feels like a misfit in their environment and maybe they've been bullied or at least they've been isolated, you know, socially. But, and this guy seems, he seems like that too. But instead of taking this out on people that were the same age as him, he went, he went to, a, to an elementary school and targeted little kids. So why do you do that? Is it just for the shock value? Just so you, your name is rem- remembered extra hard? This piece of shit was a little bit more shittier than the others. Or was it simply because they're easy targets? Like, what do you think his thinking was? Ugh, that's hard to speculate <laughs> in. Exactly. Um... I, I mean, it's always hard to gauge the thinking of a person who's very obviously disturbed to some extent but yeah like because this was a planned attack i mean he waited until he was 18 and on his 18th birthday he bought two rifles so he planned this and then executed that plan 
I mean, it, it could be, as you say, for the shock value. It could be because he thinks it will lead to some sort of media spin. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's really hard to for me to relate to this because, like, to me, it's very much like, why would you think about what you're saying if you're already dead? But you, Because I don't think they go into this kind of thing planning to live it. Like, they're either shot by, you know, first responders or shoot themselves during... Uh, so it's very much like you know it's it's a suicide but it's like you know there's uh fuck i can't remember what this card game is called but like there's one card you can play which is basically you lose but the other one with the worst card also loses and i feel like you're kind of playing that card in the situation yeah Uh, i can see that one but um i mean maybe you know he's been so like you know this school shooting happens so often, so it's like, if I'm going to make a statement with this, we need to step it up. Yeah. Like, I mean, we probably just... We're like 20 years out of, like, kindergarten shootings becoming a thing. Hmm. Kindergartens, man. Kindergartens. I told you, it's going to be real. Yeah, I didn't think that Who is America sketch would become reality that fast. I mean... I figured the the guy who was president then is probably dead by the time it happens in real life. But no, <laughs> that guy's going to be president again. Ah, yes. And then <laughs> all the teachers will go carry guns. Yeah. Yeah, give the teachers guns. That will solve things. Because when you're a cop, when you hear that, holy shit, someone is attacking a preschool or, or an elementary school. They're firing and killing kids. Let's hurry over there. And eat and, donuts. Yeah, and when you get there, you see... Well, first of all, you see that donuts are 20% off on that stall down the, down the road there. But you also see, well, at least one bad guy with a gun and maybe two or three good guys with a gun? Or is it four guys, four bad guys with a gun? How can you tell? Because the solution to this, apparently, is arming the teachers and having random-ass people... Oh. I just showing up with weapons. I just assume in those situations that basically it would be like, you know, a battle royale. So like a school shooting starts and then like the police just waits outside and then whoever makes it <laughs> yes. gets to live. <laughs> yeah, you get arrested. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you black? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is, oh, I forgot my, I lost my train of thought. Um... It's an incredible bad idea to introduce yeah. weapons to a lot of other people if the police are supposed to intervene. Yeah. Then again, they don't really intervene, do they? And the trouble with discussing this thing is that this subject... Uh, I mean, you have a lot of people saying, that, yeah, we should arm the teachers. We should. The only, the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. All those people saying that, they are in one of two camps. They're either politically motivated by this and are arguing exclusively in bad faith. They're saying the things they're saying not because they mean them, but because it benefits them and their lobbyist sponsors. Or you actually do believe in this. You actually genuinely believe it when you say it. But you're so fucking stupid that you're not basing your thoughts and actions on rational thought. Because those are the two groups I see. You have the morons who follow the leads of the predators, or politicians, as they're called. And then you have the predators, the politicians, who are paid to say certain things. 
And dealing with this subject in this very sensitive... I mean, after school shooting, after kids have died, things are tense. Agreed? Yeah, I mean, and then they start like talking about, you shouldn't politicize this. Yeah. So why do you talk about giving the teachers guns then? All of these fucking assholes. Don't politicize, don't turn us into politics. What? What else are you supposed to do? You're a politician. You are supposed to react by acting politically to deal with this problem. Don't make this political. What a load of shit. I mean, don't make this political is basically saying accept the death of these kids and do nothing. Yeah, because this is a political issue. I mean, after something like this, the families of the dead, dead people, I mean, the loved ones, they need to be left alone. The rest of us need to deal with this problem. We need to sit down and say, hey, maybe you should at least be old enough to drink before you are deemed old enough to murder people. Because the drinking age and smoking age in America is 21. If you want to kill people, you just got to be 18. That's messed up. I mean... Something's wrong when that's how things work. The argument there is probably like the same reason why, you know, the voting age is lower and a couple of other things is lower. And that's like, if you're old enough to go into the army, you're old enough to have a gun. Then again, in America, like, you know, there are guns for kids. So it's a it's, it's a weird thing. But I feel like when it comes to gun control, there's a lot of ways that we, you know, There are certain groups of people who tends to do a lot of the violence with guns. Like, they, they share a characteristic. Mm. And I don't mean, like, a skin color. I mean, like, you know, they're, they tend to have uh, domestic violence uh, on their record or, you know, similar things. And restricting... Like, to me, you know, the, what they say in America is, like, you know, guns, they're like a tool. Like, you can do bad thing with it we can do good things with it but if you are using like a really dangerous tool like you know like a car you know a car doesn't have to be dangerous but you know you can fuck somebody up with a car if you don't know what you're doing and that's why you know there are certain people we don't allow to drive cars if they're having you know problem with alcoholism or you know other things and you would need you know a certification uh, to you know properly use it and It feels like if a similar, you know, thoughts were implemented with this, you could probably cut a lot of the bad apples out. Yeah, I mean, this is a very simple problem to solve. This isn't a, I mean, this, this, you, this is a no-brainer. You, you don't have to stop and think about this to solve it. Just like you said, the, the example with the car. Just treat a gun like a car. In order for you to use one, you have to pass a test. Or at least in order for you to use an automatic one uh, or anything produced specifically for war, you need to do a test. We need to see if you're mentally stable. If you're comfortable being tested and you know requirements being... If you're comfortable with requirements for driving a car, you should be comfortable with requirements for firing a rifle. It's really, really easy. This is n- this is a no-brainer. This isn't difficult. Yeah, but know, it is. Like I'm hearing, you know, the Republican screeching of like, you know, testing will means like the government will deny your guns and like, you know, this could be like 
testing, you know, not done by uh, like government or state officials. It could be, you know, that you know you're required to show up to like some sort of a training course, like let's say every five year, mm. and then you have to, you know, get, you know, uh, be told that like you you passed, and then you know you. I'm pretty sure that there are some felons that are not allowed to get guns in America. Mm, I think so. So. There, so there are already some restrictions there. So like, you know, b- basically that, you know, domestic abuse, like, I think like it's domestic abuse or a lot of domestic abuse that is not counted as domestic abuse. Like, for instance, since you're not married, if you were to beat your girlfriend now in America, I'm not That's sure. That's just assault and battery. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's still that. Also, like cruelty to animals is, you know, a, a classical flag that make you more likely to, to act out. And mm. then there's probably, you know, some health checks, uh, you know, that you're somewhat psychological stable. But um, you know, the reply will always be, you know, now you just have to try to take a gun so you can't defend yourself. Mm. Against the school shooters that's coming for your children. Yeah. It's about mental health, Matthew. We talked about about this earlier. Uh, Because I agree this is a mental health issue. And it leaves a bad taste in my mouth just saying it. Because the second it happens, the second one of these massacres happens, the right always go out and say yeah. this isn't about guns it's about mental health and the rights but i think you know we could turn it around and say that like if you live a happily and healthy life you're never shooting up a school mm. you have too much to lose yeah i mean all okay not all but most of these people i mean like the virginia tech shooter for example uh, probably this guy pretty sure the last guy too a lot of these people, the Columbine shooters, they're people who have, they have ended up outside the normal cultural circles, the social circles. They're isolated. They feel like shit. They have mental issues. They have diagnoses that haven't been treated. They, they have a lot of stuff going on inside of them. And it's left to just rot until it ends up exploding into one of these horrible massacres. If they had just been dealing with these kids, just giving them some kind of support network, I think a lot of these murders could have been avoided. Yeah, and I think, you know, you don't even have to, like, deal with these kids. Especially if you just ensure that, you know, everybody in society is at good health and have, you know, somewhat decent of a life with opportunities and, you know, possibilities and don't have to worry about, you know paychecks or you know money or you know where it will end up in life or you know are completely ostracized socially things will be fine mm. like there's a lot of things in society we're talking about is like how do we deal with this how do we deal with this and truth is like if you just give everybody like a goodish life lots of these things will just fix themselves because people who live happily life uh, they they live differently than, you know, people under a lot of stress, people under a lot of pain, people, you know, struggling hardly with their health. If you just, if you get skin in the game, if you get a reason to get up in the morning, if you smile somewhat regularly during the day, you will worry about other shit. Yeah. And, oh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Um... 
With that memory, you were... Yeah, now I got it. Uh, yeah, uh, and also, people are tough. Most people can take a pounding, mentally. Like, people can be real tough. We can take a lot before we break. The thing that really breaks a person is being without hope. I mean, yeah. it, it sounds a bit, you know, corny maybe, but the second you lose the hope that things might get better, that's when shit gets really dangerous for your psyche. You can take a lot of damage. You can go through war. You can go through you know, personal trauma. You can go through stress, prolonged periods of stress and trauma. You can deal with a lot of that shit. But the second you lose hope that things might get better, that's when you start acting erratically and outside of the normal bounds of what you would usually do. And if you're already, let's say, you're being bothered, you're being harassed by someone, or if you just, if you just have a pretty shitty, low-quality life, it doesn't have to be anything super dramatic, but just a low-quality life without a lot of avenues out of it. Yeah, and if you, shit can get dangerous. If you take a beating on the regularly, like a beating could be, you know, actual a beating or just like, you know, a, mental beating. Yeah. And, you know, let's be honest, America, that's a country of winners and losers. And yeah. they make that very clear. And if you feel that, you know, directly and indirectly every day, and then you live in a country that, you know, tells you that if you want to solve something, you got to solve it yourself. And you got to, you know, man up and fight for this shit. And like... The boot is on your foot or on your neck. Yeah. That's basically America. So it's a very competitive way of living because you're always and i think that's also something that's been kind of ingrained into the american psyche the the mentality that in order to get ahead you need to you know step on someone else if you want to rise someone else has to fall i mean it's it permeates the business culture in america yeah and, the employment culture and to kind of return to your earlier question if you're so fucked up and so beaten up that everybody else is stepping on you. Who else could you step upon except for children? Mm. And in a properly working society, things won't degrade to this level. And that I think is that in, in combination with, you know, sane gun laws, <laughs> uh, if you just combine a minimum amount of mental health care, and, you know, fiscal healthcare too, for that matter. Uh, if you combine that with even semi-reasonable gun laws, you will see a drastic reduction in these massacres. Because I think you're completely right. Once you end up on the, bottom of the, on the bottom of the pile with no prospect of, you know, getting out, getting out on top, what are you going to do? Your life feels like shit. You feel like shit. You think your future is going to be shit. Everyone else thinks you're shit. At least that's what you think. And you get angry, hateful. You feel abandoned. You don't have the opportunity to make something out of yourself. You lack the energy. You lack the financial prospects. You lack, you know, all you, these things. You lose hope. And then you end up doing something horrible. I mean, that's... This is the point where I break from... <laughs> where, where I can't... I can't imagine their line of thinking anymore because... 
I mean, I hope I'm a decent enough person that I just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, that's where it stops for me. You, I don't care how shitty your life is. Doing something like this, you, fuck you. Yeah, I don't know what else to say to that. Because, yes, it's a systemic problem. It's a societal problem. But Andy, they should just pull up their pants and work harder. Yeah, their bootstraps. Because you don't see this shit in other countries. Like, even, I mean, not all countries are, you know, have functioning healthcare. But they don't have weekly school shootings either. So, fix your shit, America. And, there, like I said, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth to say that this is a mental health problem. But it is. However, the people saying this, the people repeating this again and again and again ad nauseum, are the far right in the USA. And uh, they aren't saying it in bad, in good faith. No, I mean, it's very... They just want to distract away from the issue. It's very simple. How much money have they decided to spend on mental health issues? I mean, the governor of Texas just less than six months ago, I think, cut... It was either... I think it was $200 million from the state's mental health uh, budgets. $200 million. That's a lot of possible not-school shootings. Mm. Yeah, these things happen so often that the impact of making changes would be very real. Like here in Norway, we've had we've had two terrorist attacks ever. And they both happened within the last 15 years. Holy shit, Utøya is more than ten, more than 10 years ago. Yeah. Fuck. 11 years. Hmm. Anyway, uh, in the last 15 years, we've had two terrorist attacks. And... Only one of them will be remembered. <laughs> yeah, only one will be remembered. But... Uh, if you start making huge changes to Norwegian society and how we deal with stuff like this, we still have so few of these things that the impact on society wouldn't be that noticeable. But when... Let's say a hundred kids a month are killed in school shootings. You notice that thing if you stop it from happening. Those are a lot of lives that can be saved. Yeah. <sighs> but this is America. And yeah, the dollar rules all. Yeah, we, so, we've seen this play out before. I mean, it feels... If like if things couldn't change after the Parkland shooting, I doubt mm. we will see or Sandy Hook or 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 or. <sighs> There's so many of these things, Matthew. Yeah, no, I mean more intense. That like you know, <coughs> the Parkland shooting felt like a new generation got exposed to this, mm. and you know you had the students or the survivors, you know, speaking up about this, and that was. I would argue a new development. Which year was that again? Um, I want to say 2018 maybe. 2018? Uh, it was like... Not that long ago. Yeah, and you know, it, it, it felt like, you know, kind of the same way that, you know, Black Lives Matter started, you know, taking place that, you know, n now the generation is like done with this. But that just stopped and nothing happened because there's not political will to get anything done. I mean, 
regardless of how engaged the common populace is, when there is so much insulation between the people and the people governing the people, and also such a thick, thick wall of money between you know justice and the American political system, it just feels hopeless. And yeah, I mean, I mean, they don't have fucking proper healthcare. It, they don't have healthcare. They don't have infrastructure. They don't have maternity leave. They like don't have basic shit. maternity leave. Yeah, I mean. I really do think that we will see the collapse of the USA as a superpower within a few decades, simply because I don't see how you're going to sustain a stable society working under the conditions that the average American is uh, exposed to. Like, there's so much inner discord between, you know, the two political... Isles of America, Democrats, Republicans, and there's just so much corruption. There's There are so many layers of difficulties between the people and the problems playing them. And yeah, I just don't see how the country remains a stable place. I mean, sure, we get, get a lot of our information from the internet and from, you know, various news sources, so... I mean, I'm sure we get a somewhat biased view of the USA and the situation there too, but I think it's pretty clear that this isn't just some problem that comes from your perception of things. It's a real legitimate problem. I mean, the thing is, if you grow up in America and you survive school, you're basically like a super soldier already. You're already in the 1%. Yeah. So now you can get, you know, be part of the military and then, you know, rule the supremacy. No, but it's uh, <coughs> America is such a weird country because though its market position, it has you know all the you know not rich people as in rich people, but you know rich people, you know the ones that disgustingly rich, those who are like having their own think tanks that are now arguing that you know we should be able to privatize and buy planets in space so they can own them, like those kinds of rich people, mm. but. That's, you know, the one side of the society. And then, you know, everybody else is getting the boot and paying for them. Uh, Like, I would like to see if you could, like, remove everybody in America that makes, you know, more than one million dollars. How they would rank on, like, you know, rankings in terms of, you know, against other countries in, like... It wouldn't surprise me if they would, like, basically give, like... What, in terms of how much they're paid? No, but like in, you know, quality of life, life, education, you know, everything. Because I would assume that like they would look like, you know, bad African country or something at that point. They would look like a low, low ranked, uh, yeah, country in Africa or deep, deep Middle East. Yeah, I don't think they would come well out of a comparison like, like that. Cuba is beating them now on like, you know health and some school things and that's with all those people included on top Uh, and you know the sad part is like I say remove everybody who makes more than a million dollars there's a lot of American who doesn't make a million dollars I mean most Americans don't do that like I think the median the average pay in America is like 
I think it's something like sixty, seventy thousand dollars or something. Maybe lower. I wouldn't be surprised if it was lower. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. So. Um, I mean, we're probably not going to be able to make one of these every time this happens because, like, I'm assuming there's been like two or three while we made this episode. Yeah. They are more and more common. Okay. Anything else we should cover? I need a shower. Yeah. Ugh, this episode makes me sick. Ugh, these fucking people. Ugh. Stop shooting each other. Be nice. Yeah, I mean, I know it's a controversial, <laughs> controversial opinion to have, but I'm not a fan of school shootings. Andy with the hot takes. Yeah. I'm okay. brave like that. Okay, guys. See you later. <laughs>